0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Saturday the 14th. 14th. Um, You guys may have noticed or may not uh, that we are a little bit behind schedule on this one. Um, We both were traveling, and so we did not record last weekend. Yeah, unfortunately did not have the ability
1: to record from China. No,
0: and I don't care enough to get a set of microphones that I can take to New York with me. So um, we're recording now uh, because we love you. And though we are a week late. Just an extra week of love in our hearts for all of you listeners. Exactly, we were nonstop thinking about you guys. That's all we were thinking about. I was thinking a little bit about this movie as well. I was thinking partially about this and partially about shoving Italian food into my face before I came back to California. Understandable. <laughs> I ate a lot of dumplings. Oh yeah, girl. A lot you got to get that while you're there. You know, you just got to eat. You got to eat the best food that Way they have much. to offer. Yeah. All right, so anyway, the movie we're talking about this week is... Bird Box! Yeah, the current... Squawk, Chirp, chirp, chirp! The current Netflix smash hit, Bird yeah, Box! it's an
1: interesting movie.
0: Boy, what a weird concept. Yeah,
1: just like, how high was the author when he originally wrote this book?
0: Apparently this is like his 16th novel and the first one that he got published, but he's written like a shit ton of other books. Oh my god. Which, um, I don't want to start this episode off by shit-talking the guy who wrote bird box because he's not he's like a musician who also writes which is cool it's great to be good at multiple things um I really did not like a lot of his writing style okay oh, hey, I didn't like his writing style that much like the, it was a
1: very the first like part of the book was kind of boring mm-hmm. I do think it picked up a lot when she got yeah into the house.
0: once shit started happening but like once she first came in there was like a scene where it was like Cheryl was in the kitchen and Don was downstairs and whoever passed by in the hallway and said, hello. And I was like, oh my God, just something happened. This is, it took a long, ugh. it
1: was like a very, very slow build up. I do think it was kind of realistic in the sense that like, if this actually happened, like things wouldn't be going on
0: nonsense. Yeah, no, I liked that. And I liked, I liked the slow build. And there are times when like, I think I refer to it as like Hemingway-esque to you, you where it kind of felt like he was trying to do that, um, concise, not super, you know, loquacious type of situation. Which I appreciate that. I do. I think that that's powerful. And I think that it worked really well in tense moments. Um, and in some of the quieter moments, too, he could get, like, a little more introspective, which I liked. Um, there were just some parts where it seemed like he was rushing through to try to get to something interesting yeah. that was happening. And I was like, okay, you know.
1: Yeah, I enjoyed the book. I would read it again, probably. It wasn't, like, the best book I've ever read by any means. But I, like, I once things started happening in the book, I, like, got really into it. And I yeah. like, read it on my lunch break. Mm-hmm. And there's the scene where, in the book, not in the movie, where... Um, they're like going through a house and they're trying to figure out what's in there, but they're still blindfolded. Yeah. And they find this bowl with like an God, ice cream scoop. Oh in my it. God. And he's feeling it and it feels like there's this liquid. And he's like, oh, this is probably melted ice cream. Then he finds these round things and he's like, oh God, this is blood. These are eyes. And someone had, it's like very heavily implied that someone had like scooped out with an ice cream scoop their own eyes. Yeah caused by what they saw yeah and or in order to prevent themselves from seeing things and that was like the type of like oh my god I'm reading this while sitting at my desk on my lunch break at work
0: yeah no that's something that I think that the the movie kind of missed out on we'll get more into the differences between the movie and the book later on um but if you haven't read the book and you have watched the movie and you liked the movie I would also really recommend that you read the book because although it does have its flaws um
1: I think I like I think it's a you know, a good concept. I like the book more than the movie, I think, honestly. Um, I liked the movie. I kind of wish I watched
0: the movie and then read the book. I wish I'd done that as well. And I even talked about that on our Shining episode, and I still did not take my own advice for this one, which yeah, was dumb. Yeah, I'm
1: going to do that for um, The Haunting of Hill House when I eventually watch it. Oh,
0: girl! Let me lend you that book because I'm obsessed with that book. I just finished it, and it is so good. And also, actually, when I lend you that, I'm going to lend you We've Always Lived in the Castle as well because I think you will like it. That sounds great. There's a little cat in it. I like cats. It's In great. case you didn't know, I did know that. Because of all the cats. Not all the cats. There's only two cats in this apartment. Maddie is not like a full blown cat lady with like twelve cats yet. But I do yet. have some
1: cat artwork. True. I have a cat tattoo. I have cat a lot two. of cat theme cat too, yes. <laughs> um I I like cats. Fun yes. fact.
0: Anyway, all right, so we've talked a little bit about the book Bird Box, but we are here to talk about the movie mostly, although we will also be talking about the book um, kind of alongside that. Yeah, so Bird Box just came out earlier, or late last year. Yeah, and this is a Netflix release, so it's a little bit different than um, a lot of the ones we've done, although it was also released in theaters. It was, um, but only limited, I believe. Yeah. It doesn't have, like, a full Right, they kind of did release. the same thing that, like, Netflix did with Roma, where they put it out so that it can get nominated for stuff, which it did not. did not <laughs> Um, but it came out in 2018. It was directed by Suzanne Beer, which makes this our second consecutive female-directed horror movie of 2019. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, and it was written by Eric Heiserer based on the book by Josh Mallerman. Um, and the music was by Trent Reznor, which is really fucking yeah, cool. Yeah, it's like the same, um, it's Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross were the same combo that did The um, Social Network. The Social Network. And they've done other movies as well, and obviously Trent Reznor is Nine Inch Nails, so that's... Yeah. I didn't notice the music that I much yet, either. I just mean because in
1: the social network, like that was a really killer soundtrack. Yeah. I'm like, thinking about it. I maybe it's just because this was a little bit more tense than like the social network. I think that
0: this is kind of indicative of a weird thing about this movie. Is that like Suzanne Beer apparently has like directed Oscar or like worked on Oscar-winning movies. Um, Eric Heisserer adapted um, the movie Arrival, which is an unbelievable so sci-fi movie. So well written, so beautifully structured, really incredible. Atticus Ross and Trent Reznor are amazing. The whole cast of this movie is fantastic. And this everyone, movie is mediocre. Everyone not their it. asses off. Yeah. Like, they are
1: really good actors. I think that... I'm going to guess this for two reasons. One, I think that an entire book about not being able to see is really difficult to put into a visual medium. Yeah. Because like in the book, you can describe what it's like to feel a bowl of what you think is melted ice cream. It turns out to be blood. You can like talk about discovering things via your senses, like the scent and all that. And like you can't watch a scent. You can't watch a feeling. You have to watch something that's visual and you can hear and that's great. But it's just, it's a very different type of thing. Yeah. Um. So I think that's the first reason. Second, I think that while everything was really great, the script was very rushed in a lot of places. Yeah.
0: Um, they made a lot of big changes that I don't fully understand. I
1: understand about half of the changes they made. Um. I think some of them were to move the plot along. I mean, we're talking about how the book was really slow in some places, like the fact that they were... Multiple chapters about, like, when they figured out that something was going on and before yeah. she got into the house. Like, that was an extended part of the book was yeah. her living at home with her sister, um like, first discovering a couple news reports. And in the book, it's like – or, sorry. And in the movie, it's, like, five minutes. Yeah.
0: Which I had an issue with as well because, like, I don't think it needed to be, like, a third of the movie. But, like, it just happened so unbelievably quickly.
1: It reminded me, actually, of um the – fourth Harry Potter movie mm. like you miss everything that happens before the Quidditch World Cup it just skips like the first six chapters Yeah, and a lot of people who love the books are like why the hell did you do this but at the same time if we spent all that time building up it doesn't really translate well into movie form yeah. so I understand why they had to make those choices and I think that in the script of Bird Box um, and in the movie that that was like the most boring part of the book, so I just wanted to skip it and get to the action in the house, True. which is really fascinating. But I think it almost went a little too quickly. Yeah, I
0: think they could have done more of like they kind of present it, and we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves here. Um, but yeah, it felt like they they skipped over a bunch of stuff that they could have at least fleshed out a little bit more. And like her sister, I think her sister's death in the book is way better than her sister's oh, death in the movie. Um, yeah. So I mean, that's something that we're going to talk about a lot in this episode is how do you bridge that gap for a movie that is. I don't know why they made this into a movie, to be honest. I think there are other
1: books that yeah. are better translations.
0: Like, a, yeah, I guess that's, that's what it is, is that ultimately, like, why would you choose to make a movie out of a book about not being able to see? Which is what yeah. it kind of boils down to. I, um, but that said, uh, we'll get back to that. We're going to keep talking about um, this movie. So it, it stars, as you probably know, Sandra Bullock, whose face is all over the memes. Yep. We got Trevante uh, Rhodes. From Moonlight. Oh, I didn't realize that's what he was from. Yeah, he's amazing in this. He's amazing in Moonlight. Um, he's a super handsome romantic lead in this movie. My God, God. (laughs) he is also half Sandra Bullock's age. (laughs) He is twenty eight years old, and she is like fifty four. Oh my God, good for her. I know, and good for them for casting a younger man for once. Yeah, I like it um they also she she looks so good that they look like they could be within like he looks like he's a little younger than her but she's still so hot that it's like Well, they also make a joke about it in the movie at some point he's like we like didn't live that far away and she's
1: like or we could have met like without this happening and she says something like i would have been your babysitter
0: and he's like yeah hot babysitter." (laughs) (laughs) but it's true she would have been like 20 years old when he was born so
1: yeah um and then john malkovich plays a Very excellent, like, kind of villainous character, which is fun. Yeah, and then
0: Sarah Paulson plays uh, Sandra Bullock's character's sister. And uh, I wanted to include Lil Rel Howery because he was in Get Out. He's not a huge character in this movie. He's Charlie. I really liked him in this, movie. I thought he was good. He didn't shine as much as he did in Get Out just because there's so many more people in this movie. It's a
1: lot bigger cast, and I think he was a really lovable character. I mean, overall, he plays very lovable characters. He does. He just seems like a sweet guy. So, this movie was made for $19.8
0: Yeah, and we don't really have a sense of how much money it made because it's a Netflix release. Well, it made some money in theaters. Other than that, I don't know if you can say
1: that this movie directly made that much money for Netflix because people have Netflix subscriptions.
0: Yeah, and it did release in theaters, but we don't really have a number on what it made because I don't think Netflix really likes to release that information. Um, What Netflix did release though, and this is like really rare because
1: it's the first time they've actually released this type of stat, is that 45 million accounts have watched Bird Box. And what a watch means is gone 75% or longer through the movie. So it doesn't mean like playing a minute of it. Exactly. Um, And that's a good amount, and that doesn't include people who watch it together, and that doesn't include repeat viewings. True. So, like, if you
0: and I had watched it together, that would count Mm -hmm. as one account. Right. Or if I watched it, like, three times, it would still count as the one account. That's true. But the interesting thing is that, and this kind of came up in some of the articles and conversations that I read about this movie, is that, like, there is a difference. It's not really directly comparable to box office stuff, because you're not choosing to go out and see it. You're like, oh, people have been talking about it, I've seen the memes, I guess I'll put it on. You know, like, you can... It's hard to say how many of those 45 million people like paid attention the whole time or which you can't really know about a box office either. You only know how much money made in ticket sales. Yeah. But it's kind of interesting where we're at the point where we can't necessarily quantify how successful something was or how big of a draw it was because everything is so accessible to us.
1: Yeah. And I mean, it's a lot easier to watch at home on your couch and all that. Like, there isn't that friction. A lot of people already have Netflix accounts. So they're right. just choosing, like, put on a TV show or something like that. Exactly. so they choose this movie. So, yeah, it can't be comparable. You can't say, like, oh, well, let's say, like, a movie ticket is $12, 45 million times 12, plus, like, I don't know if you'd say, like, half the time they were watching with another person. Like, it would mm-hmm. end up being, like, the most profitable movie, but period. But would those
0: people choose to go see it in the theaters? Exactly. A lot of people yeah. don't appear to have actually chosen to go see it in the theaters. Yeah. So...
1: So it's a very interesting conversation that I think is it's really changing how we watch movies it is Netflix that's a weird is thing making things different
0: in the world they are I wonder how sustainable it is I know they're
1: losing money, yeah, but they that's because they're spending like a billion dollars <laughs> yeah. in content or
0: a stupid amount I don't know I don't it's remember a ton any, of money yeah they they spend so much money on content, which is amazing, but also like. How will it last? We'll see. We'll find out. So it's not that they spent a billion dollars in original content.
1: They actually spent seven to eight billion dollars in 2018 shit. alone on original content.
0: Oh my God. So while
1: Netflix is losing money, that's because they are transforming the industry and they're spending all the money they're making <laughs> right. on new content. Do you
0: think that they, the part of the reason that they've been releasing things in theaters is an effort to try to combat that? Like I went and saw Roma in the theaters and I could have just watched it on Netflix. I don't think it's for money. You think it's for a nomination?
1: I think it's for nomination. I think it's to um, compete against the traditional studio um, business model. And prove, I think it's almost like they're proving something to themselves and proving something to the audience. who They don't necessarily take them as seriously.
0: I mean, Roma might win Best Picture. Yeah, I've heard that. (laughs) It's really, really good. It's just really interesting to
1: see that this, I mean, Bird Box is very representative of the changes in the overall entertainment industry that Netflix is at the forefront of. Yeah. It's pretty dope. Yep. New so, stuff. But with that being said, let's actually start talking about the plot of this yes, movie. Yes,
0: we've gone into it a little bit, but let's dive on in.
1: So um, we start the movie with Mallory Hayes, played by Sandra Bullock, and mm-hmm. she is talking to two children. Yes. Um, boy and girl are their <laughs>
0: names. They don't have names. A little heavy-handed on the some of the aspects of this movie. <laughs> yeah, well that was also like in the book. So Yeah, it's heavy-handed in the book too. It is. <laughs> um
1: and she's talking about how they're all going to be taking a trip downstream via a boat in this river. Um and it actually starts with like a recording of someone telling them that like oh you need to take the river in order to get to this place. Mm-hmm. And so We know that she's on her way to go meet other people.
0: Yeah, and she gives them this very stern warning where she's like, you need to do every single thing that I say or we will not make it. Like, if you take off your blindfolds, I will hurt you. Like, if we don't do this exactly right, we will die. And it's like, whoa, all right. Strong start. Yeah.
1: um, It's just, it's almost like militaristic in a little bit. Like, it sounds like she's trying to, like, kind of treat them as if they are, her like, soldiers or whatever. Yeah, But also, like, that's kind of what they need to do in order to survive. Yeah. So I think she's doing the best she can put into this horrible situation. Yeah, definitely. And we learn a little bit more about why she's like
0: that as mm-hmm. the movie goes on.
1: And But yeah, after we, this opening scene, um, we actually go back in time five years.
0: Yes, to when she is still pregnant.
1: Yeah, and she um, is being
0: visited by... And she is being visited by her older sister... Jessica. So when we watched this, I had read the book, so I knew their relationship. Tim was like, "Are they gay? Like, is this a cute <laughs> lesbian couple?" And I was like, "It would be so much better if they were. That would
1: be better. They would be like, they'd be so." Cute. I like them as
0: brother or as sisters, obviously, and that's how they are in the book. But like, honestly, Sandra Bullock and Sarah Paulson as like an adorable like Sarah Paulson's. A horse dealer and <laughs> Sandra Bullock is an artist, and they have like a cute baby on the way. How adorable! That would, would be really been? cute.
1: Yeah, it
0: been so cute. I was
1: gonna say like the um the whole accidental pregnancy thing. Yeah, wouldn't have worked with that, but at the same time, it wouldn't have needed to be accidental to drive anything in this
0: movie. True. No. Yeah, it's just explaining why there's no man. Yeah. Which, yeah, <laughs> which they explain by saying that her partner left her. Yeah. And in
1: the uh, book, it was just like a one night stand.
0: Yeah. Also, in the book, she's 24 years old. And in the movie, she is Sandra Bull. So (laughs) they made some changes.
1: They did. Um, but there's a news report on the television, and it talks about how there are all these mass suicides happening, and it's happening in like, Russia and in Europe, but it hasn't made it to the US yet.
0: Yeah, and so Jessica's kind of like a little freaked out about it, but Mallory's like, whatever, it's in like she Russia. She also hadn't like... even heard of it until yeah. um, Jessica came she's over just and put like, it on the TV. painting shit, and she doesn't care about anything. She yeah. does seem like she's living a cool ass life. She
1: does, like, good for her, honestly. Man. Um, but she has, uh, Mallory has a, an appointment with a doctor, so she's going to the hospital to go get checked out, and Jessica decides to ditch all her plans and come with. hmm She was supposed to go sell a horse, or buy a horse? She was supposed to go look at
0: an Arabian stud. Okay.
1: And it's really funny, because, like, the way she says it is like, I'm gonna go look at a man, but it's obviously that she's talking about a horse. It was, yeah. It was a nice
0: little pun. Good job, yeah. Sarah Paulson. She did good. She did good. I like her. I, I like Sarah Paulson a lot as an actress. She's great. She is carrying American Horror Story. Oh, I haven't watched the new season. Oh, I haven't either, just in general. She's always kind of carrying it. Her and Jessica Lange are, like, doing all the legwork. Well, Jessica Lange left a couple seasons ago. I know, but... R.I.P. Now Sarah Paulson has to do it on her own. That's true. Anyway, talking about people having to do shit on their own she's going to raise this baby alone with her sister. I don't know. That was a terrible segue. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. So she goes to the doctor and they have like this routine checkup and it's kind
1: of clear that she doesn't really want the baby yeah. and the doctor's like if you really don't want it you can always like consider adoption and so she gives her this pamphlet mm-hmm. and it looks like she's kind of thinking about it um, but she goes to the bathroom and she's going to go meet up with Jessica after she's at the bathroom so she's walking down this hallway like alone and there's a woman who they pass on their way to the doctor who's now like just standing like banging her head against a window.
0: Yeah it's honestly a great I, really I liked visual. this part i thought it was super super scary and it's kind of like in the happening did you ever see the happening i never saw the happening this is better than the happening but not by much cool
1: um and so jessica's like this is i sorry so Mallory's like this is fucking weird and goes to catch up with jessica and there's like basically shit just starts going down yeah people are like,
0: like, like crashing their cars into shit and like whatever just, it is is there now yeah and just it's an immediate chaos mm-hmm. And so they get in the car and they're like, shit, we got to get out of here. Like, people are just stopping their cars in the middle of the street and driving into stuff or.
1: um, they decide to call their parents, so Mallory goes to get her phone from the back seat, and while she does that, Jessica, who's driving, sees whatever it is. Yeah, so
0: as she's driving, she's like, oh my god, what is that? And Mallory's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because she was looking in the back seat, so she didn't see whatever it was. Right.
1: There's this really cool effect that happens whenever someone sees something, where their like, eyes change. Yeah,
0: they get like, goldy or purpley, or
1: like, it's a... It's almost like, this swirly peoples, kind of... like, yeah. spread out, and it's awesome. Um... That was an effect I really liked. That was yeah, awesome that was pretty this. cool. Like, there's a lot of really cool things about this movie. Yeah,
0: it's just, it's somehow less than the sum of its parts, yes. which doesn't happen <laughs> that often, but it kind of does with this one.
1: Um, And so, anyway, Jessica, after seeing this, decides to, like, crash the car, and yeah. she ends up, like, flipping it, and she dies.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, she doesn't die in the car crash. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. She gets out of the car, and Mallory's like, stop, 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 and then she walks in front of a trash truck or a bus or something like that, an and that truck kills her. You're right, yeah, because they both get out of the car. Yeah. And- and so she's freaking out, and everyone's, like, running around and trying to, like, kill themselves. She's freaking out, and they're crash in front of this house. Like, this house, it's a nice, cute place up back in, like, it's a nice little pa- neighborhood. Where was
1: this filmed? It looks very I think Pasadena. California.
0: I think it's supposed to be Pasadena.
1: Okay, so yeah, it's, uh, it looks like very much like a Pasadena Because I forget the
0: names of the places that they talk about, but I think they're in California. Mm-hmm. Although I'm not 100 I never, sure
1: like, it. noticed any of them. Yeah. But there's pro- there's they keep it kind of Pasadena.
0: vague. I don't really remember. But, um...
1: A woman runs out of this beautiful house, and her husband's, like, yelling for her to come back in, come back in. She's like, no, like, this woman is hurt and pregnant, like, we need to help her. Yeah. And so she runs out to go help Mallory, but then on her way in, she sees something. Oh, my God.
0: This scene is actually crazy.
1: And she says something like mom like don't go or something like that and then she walks over and gets into a car that is on fire and just
0: closes the door and just burns to death but Mallory gets into the house and so obviously her the lady's husband who's played by John Malkovich is not happy about Mallory being there and his His wife being lit on fire his his name's Douglas Douglas.
1: and yeah he completely blames her for his
0: wife dying he's not like a nice guy
1: no he's very like antagonistic this entire movie and he's kind of like the villain almost for a good part of it he's like the Guy who always is looking at things negatively, who
0: doesn't want to do things, doesn't want to let people into the house, all that type of stuff. Yeah, and she's like, well, she, Mallory talks to him about it, and she's like, yeah, like, she kept saying something about her mom. Like, she saw her mom, and he's like, well, that's stupid. Her mom's been dead for 10 years. Yeah, and, like, it's that's like, the point. That's, yeah, obviously this is not, like, a normal situation. Yeah. Um, so she gets to meet, like, the rest of the people in this house, which include Lil as Charlie, mm-hmm. who is a sweet little sci-fi conspiracy theorist.
1: There it was a woman who is a cop whose name I just honestly don't remember. Is that the young one? The young one. She,
0: yeah, um, I forget the name of her actress, but she's going to be the star of that Alita movie, Battle oh, Angel cool. Alita. It doesn't look like a good movie, but, but happy to see her getting roles because yeah. she was pretty good. Um, there's a, like a skinny young Machine Gun guy. Kelly. That's the rapper, Machine Wait, Gun Kelly. Wait, is it really? I didn't realize yeah. that. <laughs> so his, he, like, I don't remember what his normal, like his actual given name is, but like. He's credited by his, like, real name, but we were watching it, and Tim was like, that guy looks like Machine Gun Kelly. Or like, who is this, like, two-bit Machine Gun Kelly? And I was like, no, no, that's just actual Machine <laughs> Gun Kelly.
1: That's fantastic. Um, But also, a character who doesn't matter that much, and so I yeah. don't remember his name. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We I have... think that's Felix. Because they, they kind
0: of use the names of some of the characters from the book, but they, they're not really, they don't super yeah. line up. Other than Douglas is Don and Tom is Tom.
1: Yeah. Um, speaking of which, there's Tom.
0: Yep, who is the super dreamy Travante Rhodes oh who is God. like the only one of three characters who matters.
1: Um, and he is like an army vet. He was supposed to be in Iraq. And, yeah. Which is not true in the movie. Or Sorry. No. Which is not true in the book.
0: Yeah. he's. I think he's supposed to be older in the book. He, like he they is. really change around a lot of the, they lot of the characters. They kind of swap the ages. They kind of do. Yeah. Um,
1: but he is super hot. And also how did he stay that hot living off of canned goods in a house and not going outside? Impossible to say. Either that or like one of the bedrooms upstairs smells real sweaty because that's where he's doing all his
0: workouts. Yeah. I mean, I assume the house doesn't smell good by the time we get to, like, the medium flash-forward situation. Yeah. Um, And then there's an older woman named uh, Cheryl. And then uh, the owner of the house named Greg, who's played by B.D. Wong from Law & Order SVU.
1: Also from Jurassic Park.
0: Also Jurassic Park.
1: Yeah, he's the uh, scientist guy. Yeah,
0: I love B.D. Wong. I find him dramatically underrated. Yeah. I think I also just love... I can't think of his character's name in SVU, but he I love him in SVU. He always like,
1: science-y guys. Yeah,
0: he's kind of the same. I think that's just, like, how B.D. Wong is in person, because he always plays the same character. Or else he's completely different and just really good at that character.
1: I mean, he's just typecast. Yeah. But I liked him in this. He's just, like, a lovely gay homeowner.
0: He is wonderful. What happened to his husband? I think his husband's dead. Okay. Because his husband's not there.
1: No, he must have died in that thing, because like, they it made it sound like his... He was living there for a yeah. while. Yeah. So. And
0: apparently he has beef with Do- uh, Douglas, because yeah. Douglas doesn't want him to build, like, another section under his house.
1: It was supposed to be, like, a glass monstrosity, because his husband was an architect. Yeah. And so the architect husband wanted to build something in the house. Douglas was trying to sue them to stop that from happening, and at some point, Mallory's like, why did you care it wasn't your house? He's like, because I would have had to look at it every day.
0: Which is like, bitch, get over yourself. Let He's these annoying. nice men make their glass building. Um.
1: Like,
0: um. So they're all kicking around. When does the Greg thing happen? Pretty quickly. Yeah, I think it skips over that. So
1: um, oh. one of the first big things that actually happens in this house is Greg realizes that he has security cameras. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, if we look through security cameras, like we're not looking directly at them. Yeah. This will probably like, we can probably like get a view about what's happening outside. So th- what they do is they decide to tie him to a chair, and um. They'll have him watch on his own in case he goes, like, crazy and tries to kill himself. Like, they can hopefully prevent that from happening in some yeah. way because he'll be tied down.
0: Right. And he's like, but it'll be fine, you know, because you're not looking at the actual thing. And he's you someone, just... Oh, it's like a heat map type thing. Yeah. So he sits down and he starts to watch them. And obviously it does not go well. And they hear the banging from upstairs. And he's, like,
1: rocking his chair back and forth trying to get out. And he ends up knocking his chair over and smacking his head onto a dresser. Or something
0: nearby and dying. Can we discuss how much worse that scene is in the book? Oh my god! In the book, it doesn't. It's already happened by the time she gets there. Yeah. But they explain it like Tom explains it to her, and what happens is that he struggles so hard against the ropes that the ropes like cut through his skin, basically. So he's like, they're embedded in his body, and And he's like bleeding out through them, which and his arms and and everything. And yeah, that's
1: what I was thinking. I was like, I have. I think because when watching this movie. I'd read the book, like, a mm. lot of these deaths that, like, probably would have been really scary and, like, oh, man, the book is so much more gruesome yeah, and violent. Yeah, that's
0: but- a weird thing, is it like, when you can't show a lot of the scary shit, why would you not go all out on the actual scary deaths? Yeah. Like, why hold back?
1: So, like, I'm guessing for rating reasons. I
0: mean, I guess. It's still
1: rated R. I think so. But, like, Saw it was- It would have to be. All the Saw movies are rated R, and those, I just feel like it could have
0: been so much more fucked up. Yeah.
1: I know, maybe they're afraid of alienating their audience or something. But I think they could have done a little bit more, because that was real gross. Yeah. The it was described. They.
0: Yeah, no, they explain a lot of horrifying stuff in the in the book that doesn't happen in the movie. Yeah. Some of it for better, some of it for worse. So that happens, and they're like, okay, shit, this is a real problem. And Charlie's, like, explaining how he thinks this is, like, coming in from outer space, and, like, you see your worst fear. Basically, what they figure out is when you look at this thing... Whatever these creatures are, they make you kill yourself.
1: Yeah, which is interesting because in the book, it made you kill yourself, but also, like, other people around you. It also yeah, it made you dangerous. You yeah, so um, there was a scene that was described in the book when it was really early on. They're, like, these two old women who were in Alaska. And this was, like, one of the fir- this was the first incident in the U.S. where one of them, like, cut the face off of the other woman or something like that and then killed herself. Yeah. So she – it's usually a murder-suicide situation mm-hmm. in this movie. It is – only suicide yeah you're not
0: really a danger to anybody else after it yeah um necessarily although there are certain circumstances in which that's not the case yeah so um everyone's like living
1: in the house Greg's dead sadly um but there's one over here knocking at the front door and it's a woman who's saying like help like please let me in and they're like are you like have your eyes been open like what's going on she's like no like I got here like blindfold and um she's saying that she just like knew that there are people here or she's been been knocking knocking on doors and she found one and so they end up letting her in
0: yeah they have like a whole thing where like she has to cover
1: they have to put a blanket on either side of the lamp post behind her so that way when they open the door the view is blocked and then she can come in which honestly
0: makes so much more sense than how they do it in the book because in the book everyone has to put on blindfolds and then they let the person in and then they touch the person with brooms to see if there's anything attached to them which is like somebody could just sneak by it would be really easy um, especially if they're wearing blindfolds while doing this. exactly. So this makes a lot more. It sense. makes a lot. Of this sense. is a huge improvement over the book. Yeah. And <laughs> so, so they let her in,
1: and she's also pregnant. Yeah. And she's like kind of a young, like very sweet.
0: Yeah, she's actually the star of that uh, the movie Dumplin'. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. I haven't either, but it's another Netflix original hey. with uh, Jennifer Aniston about pageantry. Yeah. So she is um, just
1: like a very sweet, kind of like innocent, like adorable woman. Yeah. And she just clearly is very much, like, in over her head. Like, Mallory's, like, this hard and, like, kind of tough, like, yeah, I'm gonna get shit done. And then you have Olympia, who's just, like, you just want to pet and put in the corner. She's like, like it's my like, husband was okay. really
0: nice, and he likes all the things I like, and we're happy together. But he's, like, obviously not He's around anymore. Now, yeah. But it's so funny, because when she comes in, they're like, wait, are you pregnant? And she's like, yeah. And Mallory's like, when's your due date? And she's like, October 1st. When about, like, what about you? And Mallory's like, end of September. And you can tell it's like she's trying not to make it sound, but they're like, do a couple days apart. Yeah. <laughs> so that's an interesting coincidence. Mm-hmm.
1: They realize they don't really have a stockpile of food because of how quickly this in- these incidents started. So they're spending time in the house, but they're running low. So they realize there's a close-by supermarket, and they have a car that has GPS installed. Mm-hmm. So they paint the windows black on the car and like tape um, like, newspaper and stuff over it, yeah. and decide to make a drive out to the grocery store. And it's Mallory Charlie... Tom, Douglas, and... Um. Oh, Lucy,
0: who's the, the girl... Um,
1: oh, the cop girl. Yeah, the
0: cop girl. Yeah. So they go, and they're, like, trying to drive there, and they keep hitting things. And they're like, it's just a car, or it's just a speed bump. And they're like, I don't think that one was a speed bump. So they're, like, probably just running over corpses. It's definitely running over corpses. Like, you, you would have to. Yeah,
1: because they're just just dead people laying in the streets. Like, it's really rough outside. And honestly,
0: that's one of the things that I don't think they necessarily could have captured exactly from the book. But in the book, they talk a lot about how long it takes to get anywhere.
1: So it's a little different, I think, because in this, they, like, added GPS to the car. Right. And in the um, book... The car didn't have gps so it yeah it's easy like oh you have reached a place where you can turn and i think that i just kind of feel nice. like maybe
0: there's a couple things in the book that feel outdated maybe if this had been like almost more of a period piece and set in like the 80s or the 90s it, it would have worked a lot better
1: yeah because for example like there's a lot of telephone like there's very little speaking about like internet and yeah no um, there's
0: landlines and ads and newspapers and stuff like that
1: so i do think it was it was probably written in like the 90s and published true in the 2000s yeah. or something but they get to the grocery store and they all get in safely. It's beautiful, um, and they are going through the aisles, like grabbing food. Doug's just, just getting, getting drunk just immediately get on the aisle, um,
0: which good for him. He does honestly. It's, I feel his like wife just died. Like let him have a drink or five. I were
1: living in a post-apocalyptic world where like things like I had a chance of dying any day, and I was stuck in a house with people I did not like. I feel like alcohol would not be a bad thing to enjoy at this time. Like, yeah. Like, you're gonna die probably in the next, like, couple months.
0: Yeah. Why not? And, like, Tom and Mallory are flirting, and he's, like, giving her diapers. Oh, my God. He's like, this is, like, my baby shower gift to you. And she's like, ho, 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 you're sexy. And this he's like, when, be my sexy babysitter. Yeah, this is like, when oh the my baby, God. sexy babysitter conversation <clears throat> happens. I love it. It's really cute, and they're adorable together. And they do have... Some really good chemistry. Great chemistry, yeah. Oh, my God.
1: I would just watch a rom-com with the two of them. Oh, my
0: God. Let's make it happen. Let them have
1: a nice ending. <laughs> the, like, remake the proposal and make it the proposal, too. It's
0: still Sandra Bullock, but instead of Ryan Reynolds. Exactly. <laughs> it's Trevante Rhodes. I love it. Um, so they're doing all of that stuff. And they find these pet birds that Mallory decides that she wants to bring home. I d- it's nice. not really established why. In the book, there's more of a reason Like they know that they're going to be in a good alarm system. Well, also, they are chicken in the book. No, are they? I think so. Oh, I thought Because they were... I thought
1: they were, like, trying to get eggs and stuff like that from them, too, because they find uh... them... I thought... that's. I thought they were
0: chickens in the book. In my mind, they were chickens. I thought they were just normal birds, because they put them in a box. Well, yeah, but chickens can fit in a box. Huh. I don't. Maybe know. I'd already seen the promotional materials for this, and I was like, "It's a box of chicken of like chickadees or parakeets also." There's or a chance it
1: was like chickadees or something like that, and I just like my mind thought chicken. <laughs> this is a chicken because um, I thought they were talking about eggs, but I also might be crazy. Yeah. Well, they talk
0: about that. like the shrieking, which I associate more with like a songbird type. See, of thing. See, I uh,
1: chickens fucking shriek. That's also true. I think about like the noises they'll make if like a fox gets in and stuff like that. Think, I've they, never
0: they... heard that. But I've seen it in, like I'd... movies. Okay, yeah, yeah. I've never heard. Personally, chickens can make a lot of noise. I guess I don't watch that many chicken-centric movies, but that's fine. Anyway. I, I apparently <laughs> do. No, it's... In this one, they like song words, And so she's like, we're going to have some pets. Yep. Bring them on home. And so they're doing all that. It's really cute. It's fun. Um, they go back to, like, a back area. Because Charlie used to work at this grocery store, which is why they yeah, know so where Yeah, so he it knows is. where everything
1: is. Yeah.
0: Um, and so they go back to, like, this loading dock area. There's, like, a, a door out to a loading dock. And someone is banging on the door and screaming, like, let me in, let me in, let me in. And so... Um, Charlie recognizes him he's like a coworker of Charlie's at the grocery store and he's like well I don't know that guy was like always a little bit crazy like I you know I don't really know and they're like well he's outside like he's trapped we have to let him in and they're like well how do we know if it's safe or whatever
1: and they're like well he's alive and everyone who sees this thing kills themselves so
0: like obviously yeah. he
1: hasn't seen it or he would be dead and he's like please let me in like I haven't seen anything I'm safe like just like let me in and so they decide to open the door a little bit, and he starts struggling, like so that way they can talk to him because he yeah. can't really talk through this, th- like like really thick metal door. So they open it a little bit. He starts trying to get out and trying to grab people, and he is like, "You need to see them. It's so beautiful." Yeah, and they're like, "Fuck, this is not
0: good." Mm-hmm. And, and so it looks like he's gonna get in. And then Charlie, beautiful Charlie, he rushes through the opening of the door and tackles him. And so they, they slam they the cl- door shut. close it. Like, he sacrificed
1: himself to save all of yeah.
0: them. Yeah. And so they definitely both die. You hear, is it a gunshot that you hear? Or do you just hear, like, silence after that?
1: You hear something. I don't really remember what There's you There's a hear,
0: lot of hearing things.
1: But it's very obvious that, like, Charlie sees it and then kills himself.
0: Yeah. Which is sad. Or maybe the other guy kills him. I don't think so. Because it's all, because
1: they are all about showing it to you they're not about killing
0: that's a good point yeah that's true so charlie sees it and he kills himself yeah
1: um is what is
0: implied i think yeah
1: and then he goes back to like banging on the door being like help let me out the same way he was so clearly he's just using this as a trap for yeah, anyone. and he they're tries like fuck the that we store. gotta go
0: so they get back and they kind of are settling back in um but unfortunately felix and lucy who've kind of been flirting this entire time decide to steal the car and run away
1: my favorite thing is like at some point there's like this creepy like scene where Mallory's, like, going around the house, she hears something, like, did someone get in, and she opens mm-hmm. the door, and it's just, like, Felix and Lucy having sex in a, yeah. like, bathroom or something. Yeah. And I think Tom makes a sassy comment. He's like, that's something you'll never be able to unsee. If you're <laughs> <lucky>. yep. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they've been flirting or also hooking up and stuff so yeah. like that, and they decide to run away together and steal the car. Bad idea. Yeah, no, Why fucked. would you do that?
0: First off, they're fucked. Where are they gonna go?
1: I don't know. They Why? had a house they could fuck in. Why were they even in this movie? Like, what, how did, they, what did they add to this movie?
0: Um... Because like, these
1: were not characters Nothing. who were in the Felix book.
0: Felix is in the book, but he does stuff in the book.
1: Yeah, he's just like a normal dude in the book who doesn't like. Yeah, he has much. like the
0: dog, which is also not in this movie. Yeah,
1: and that's pretty much like all Felix. Like Felix is
0: just kind of a guy, which is like... And he does like... Ones. He's the one who goes out to the well that one time, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. And like they... So there's they a whole worried. thing where they think there might be something in the well. They don't talk about how they get water. water into this, which is a huge part of the book. Maybe
1: just the running water still works for them. I
0: guess. Or
1: at some point, we we do see a while later on at some point. True, yeah.
0: But basically, Felix has a role in the book, and it basically is so pointless in the movie that they just have him run away halfway through.
1: (laughs) I guess it's the idea, like, I guess they might have put it in, like, okay, so they have a car, like, why wouldn't they just drive to, like, this place instead of taking the river? Maybe they're trying to, like, create a plot point or something like that Mm -hmm. by having these people steal the car. Yeah. But it just felt, I don't know, the whole Lucy and Felix as characters didn't feel necessary in the movie. No, it was weird. Um, Because they didn't add anything.
0: They really didn't. Um, but yeah, they do steal the
1: car and soon after Olympia, um, hears knocking at the door again and she's like completely alone. She doesn't ask anyone if they want to let this person in. She just kind of, we don't even
0: see her let him in, do we?
1: We, We see her like, or we hear her like. As she's letting him in. Oh, yeah.
0: And then they're like, what the fuck are you doing?
1: And she's like, no, but he was knocking and she says, which I completely understand. I get where she's coming from. But she's like, I know what it's like to be terrified and out there alone. Like, I don't want this person to be the same way. But she just lets him in.
0: Like, no checking or anything. And And so an odd dude. He is. And his name is Gary. He's super weird. Douglas is furious at her.
1: Yeah, like, he grabs a gun and is, like, pointing it at him. And I was like, I don't want him in the house. Like... What are you doing? And he's freaking out. And so they end up locking Douglas in the garage.
0: Yeah. And he kind of talks to them about, like, what his, like, situation was, like, how he ended up there, which is that, like, he had been at this place with all of these other people and, like, another house kind of like theirs. And then he says that a group of, um like, mental, like, mental patients, basically, had broken out of an asylum nearby um, A very Halloween move. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had come over and he explains that if you are already mentally ill and you see the things, like with Charlie's coworker, instead of making you kill yourself, they make you want to show them to other people. Because
1: they can see it and when they see it, they think it's like this beautiful thing and they yeah. want to share it. Because I think the book explains this really well that isn't done in the movie. Mm-hmm. Or The idea is, and this was never confirmed in the book, it was just a theory that these things are probably from some other world or dimension or something like that. And so when we see them, we just can't process them properly. So it messes with our mind and forces us to become very violent both towards ourselves and towards others. Right. And so it's not that they are actively, like, want you to kill yourself in the book. It's that, like, we just... The idea is that, like, our minds just can't process the idea of seeing these things. Exactly. And so... And the idea is if you already, like, have some, like, mental health issues, then, like, maybe you can... like. I don't know. It's like your mind works differently. Yeah. So they kind of imply that like people
0: with mental illnesses can view them. And so they're like, it's not that it's not that at all. Just look at it. You'll be fine. Yeah. And so like, he says that like the people came in and they ripped down all of the blinds and stuff like that. And they, you know, and, and everybody killed themselves and he got away and he, you know, like one of their friends it. sacrificed the himself. And so he was able to run away and escape. Um, and they're like, I don't know if I believe you, but you have to stay in the garage.
1: No, he doesn't have to stay in the garage. Oh, Only no, Douglas they- is locked in the garage.
0: He's like allowed to be on. Oh part shit! Of the no, you're right. Shit. I'm sorry. So yeah. So they're like, okay, that's fine. Douglas is like, fuck you. They're like, Douglas, you will stay in the garage.
1: So yeah. A couple days later, like everything seems fine. Doug is still locked in the garage, which like as long as it's not going to be violent, like let him the fuck out. Like, yeah. So it seems not rude. fair.
0: It's also like not his house, but like, like his it, it, neighborhood. He was yeah. there very early on. Um.
1: But so, Olympia goes into labor, and almost simultaneously, Mallory also goes into labor. Yeah.
0: Mallory's like, we're going to figure out how to do this, and then immediately her water breaks. Yeah. And Tom's like. Upstairs with you. <laughs> so they both go upstairs and they're having the babies. They're having the babies in the weirdest positions, though. Like, I think Olympia's more, on her side. I think
1: like, <laughs> it's kind of like the idea of dealing with contractions because they were yeah, like, i pushing not like pushing Yeah, that's just, true. on her side. It's, it's more, more not, just, like, like crowning or anything. If you watch like Friends, which I've watched way too much of recently, like while Rachel's in labor, she's like walking around and bending in weird directions because yeah. she's just in pain and being like. And I know that when like I get really horrible cramps, like just laying like stationary is horrible. Like, you need to move around. Like, yeah, that's just, true. Anyway, um, so they are doing weird things, though. And, like, Tom's helping out upstairs. Um, Cheryl, who's, like, the old lady, is, like, the one kind of in charge. She's like, we need buckets of water and scissors. And she's, like, owning it. Oh, yeah. Um, And so they're all upstairs. And Gary, who is... He like is just kind of puts on some classical music or something mm-hmm. and he starts laying out all these drawings that he's
0: done and they're on... like of the creatures
1: yeah and they're like these really creepy terrifying drawings all just in a charcoal like really rough yeah and so he's laying them out and he starts drawing another one and then he puts it down and
0: you're like oh fuck
1: he might be he's seen them yeah so we know that he is like one <laughs> he is not someone who was attacked by those people he probably is one of those people yeah and he walks into the kitchen and he picks up the birds in their cage and puts them in the freezer. Yep. And Doug sees him doing this and Douglas is like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like, yeah. "What is happening?" And Gary's like, "Papa, bah, bah, bah. I'm just doing my own thing, clearly like
0: evil." And he starts like ripping down all the newspaper from the mm-hmm. windows and
1: all that stuff. And, and he like
0: grabs, he knocks Tom out cuz Tom tries to get in his way, right?
1: Yes. Tom comes downstairs and sees what he's doing and he's and like, he "What ends the up fuck?" Him out.
0: And then Cheryl comes down. And is like, what the hell? And he grabs her and forces her eyes open. And, like, it's another meme, like, everyone's seen the, like... Does he do that upstairs? He doesn't do that upstairs. No, all. it's downstairs on the on the ground level. And so yeah, she's, yeah. like, going around getting stuff for the births. And he grabs her and, like, forces her eyes open. And she takes the scissors that she was getting to help with the birth and slips D- her own throat. Yep. It's really... Gross. That was actually a pretty good. That was a pretty fun. And then
1: um he goes upstairs and Olympia and Mallory both have their babies and they're really still like the the gross covered in goo state.
0: Yeah. But it's a boy and a girl.
1: It's a boy and a girl. Yeah. So the Olympia had a girl. Yep. Mallory had the boy. Mallory had the boy. And
0: he's like, oh my gosh, they're so beautiful. And then he's like, you have to show the babies what's outside and they're like no and no he rips
1: down the um like the blankets or, these mm-hmm. paper or whatever's covering the windows and Mallory closes her eyes and puts her hand over the baby's eyes but Olympia doesn't and she right. sees and she gets up she's like it's so beautiful and she has her
0: baby with and her and she has her
1: baby in her arms and
0: Mallory's like hey hey just real quick just one sec before you go over there why don't you just let me see your baby for just like two seconds just give it to me and then I'll give it back in a second but like you need to give me your baby right now Yep. Which, good thinking. Yes. And Olympia does. That's, like, the last thing that she's able to do is she, like, gives her baby back over to Mallory. And then she runs out the window. Yeah. And dies. I'm so glad they changed this from the book. Oh, my God. Because I'm... in the book, this is a bad women's anatomy moment. Because is... in the book, Ugh. she, like, catches on She her... tries
1: her umbilical cord to something in the house, like, the one that's, like, hanging out of her, because we just had the yeah. baby. And then jumps out the window and is, like, swinging or hanging by her Which is not how cord. it works.
0: It'll just detach.
1: Yeah, it'll just break. Yeah. I don't think they can handle, like, 150 pounds or No, whatever. and she's, like,
0: not a small woman in the movie. No. Like, I she's mean, I... just had a baby.
1: Like, I feel like Like, let's say you're even, like, a very thin woman. Mm -hmm. Like, let's say you're, like, 100 pounds or something like that, which is, like, very small. Like, most people are not 100 pounds. Right. I don't think that cord could literally take 100 pounds of pressure. I don't think it could
0: either. So that's a weird thing. And they're, like, screaming about how she's swinging by her cord and stuff. I'm really glad they cut that from the movie, because I I read that and I was like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) It's
1: like, this is (laughs) disgusting. Um, But also, we don't know for sure that actually happened. That's true. Because, so, the entire time in the scene in the book, Mallory has her eyes closed. It's all being told from Mallory's perspective. And she, um, is saying that Gary's yelling, like, look at her, she's beautiful, she's swinging from, like, her umbilical cord, it isn't, like, you need to see this, and, like, to Mallory. That's true,
0: so he could just be trying to get Mallory to look.
1: Yeah, and she could have done something less gross, but also, like, I wouldn't be surprised, because, like, a lot of the violent, like, death scenes in the book are so much more over the top. Sometimes unnecessarily so, such as in this weird umbilical cord thing. Yeah. That just so, no sense. Douglas, I think, downstairs, he gets a gun, because he gets out from the garage. Mm-hmm. Also, like, Tom, when he goes downstairs to see what the hell's going on with Gary, like he sees Douglas in the garage, and Douglas is like, "Yo, Gary is going crazy. He put the birds in the freezer. You yeah. need to do something about this." And Tom like takes the birds out from out in the freezer. Yeah.
0: And like, why didn't Tom at that point oh, in time? By the Doug way, out? important thing that we have not mentioned: the reason for the bird box is that they freak out every time someone who is yes. infected by the the thing is around. So the birds start freaking out when Gary is there, and so that's why he puts them in the freezer. Yeah. It's not as big of a part of the story as you would think for a movie called Bird Box, but that's fine.
1: Yeah, um, I think it's supposed to be because they're all like trapped birds. Yeah, it's supposed it's to be, like, they're a the birds in the box or
0: something. Weird name for a movie and weird name for a book and whatever. That's fine.
1: But like, why didn't Tom let Douglas out when they realized that Gary was going crazy before Tom got knocked out? Like you would think would he sense. would. But I think what happens is Douglas like. He goes, and he tries to, like, shoot Gary or something like that. But I think Gary ends up killing him. Yeah, he
0: doesn't kill himself. Gary kills him. Gary kill. He's like, because he says, like, I'm so sad you never got to see them. Yeah, and then he kills him. And then you hear a knock, like, someone coming upstairs while Mallory is up upstairs, and you're like, fuck, it's Gary. He's coming back up. But then the door opens, and Tom, like, throws a blanket over Mallory and the babies. So he saves yeah. them. Yay! Yeah, because yeah, I
1: think, is it Gary and Douglas kill each other sometimes? I think so, yeah. I think so. Um, and
0: yeah, Tom comes up and saves the babies, and
1: Tom's alive, yay! Yay, Tom! Does not no how it in happens book. in the book. Yeah, Tom dies in the book, but also Tom I was- honestly
0: think the way that they handled Tom's death in the book was really- Like, I cried a little bit, because, like, all of this stuff is happening, and you don't know where Tom is for a lot of it, and then they mention, like, she bumps against Tom's body, and she thinks it's a bag of flour or something like that. She doesn't even know what it is that she's touching, it and she doesn't really find it until sad. later. Also, in the book, they open with talking about how she- Like, there's bloodstains all over the house- And she's been trying to clean them up, but most of the time she just doesn't even want to deal with them. So you
1: know some... In the book, the entire time you know something horrible, there's some sort of massacre inside the house. And you don't know what happens until this all goes down. Right.
0: In the movie, Tom continues to live with them. And so we get, like, a flash forward to five years after, like, when the kids are the age that we see them at the beginning. Um, And they're all, like, kind of a cute little family. Like, she and Tom are in love now. And, like, they get pop tarts for the kids. At one
1: point she's like going through and stealing stuff from in the houses and she like sees like a kind of a sexy nightgown mm-hmm. and she steals that and <laughs> um, she gets back to the house and Tom's looking through the stuff he's like oh you needed this and she's like for survival purposes only <laughs> and then later you see him like having sex and then afterwards she's wearing like the nightgown yeah. and it's just like it's really cute even though they're living in like this post apocalyptic type world.
0: Yeah and like Tom is obviously really trying to give the kids like a childhood and he like feeds them the, um, the pop tarts and is like this is what strawberry tastes like which it's not but get Close enough, I guess.
1: I mean, if you're not getting real strawberries, like...
0: Yeah. And he tries to tell them this story about... Was it... He was
1: climbing a tree yeah. at camp, and he talks... He was about to say, like, what he saw at the top of the tree, and Mallory comes in, and she's like, boy, girl, go to bed. Yeah. And... um won't let them finish the story and they get
0: into this big fight and he's like well what's the point of surviving if If they don't have anything to live for and she's like well i want them to be able to live and if you fill their heads with ideas of how beautiful it is outside they're going to want to go outside and then they're going to see something and they're going to kill themselves yeah
1: so like i and in the book i mean it was just her raising the kids alone and so she did a really good job of teaching them how to like hear really well yeah which they go to they
0: go into a little bit in the movie like you see her training them to be like they're out in the woods and she's like how far am i away and where am i like point at me
1: And it's so much more intense than that in the book. Like, she goes into all the training. Like, for example, when the babies would, like, wake up and they'd open their eyes, she'd, like, hit them. Yeah. So that way they associate opening their
0: eyes with pain. So that way they'd learn to wake up with their eyes closed. Yeah. And, like, she considers blinding them in the book at birth. And she's like, no, I can't. I can't do that to a baby. Um, But she does teach them, like, so well that by the time they're on the river, which is a little bit, like, unrealistic. But, I mean, the whole book is a fantasy sci-fi. Um, by the time they're out on the river, like they can tell if her pulse is speeding up or if she's breathing heavier. They can tell if she's like, she was, like br- I don't, I, I, didn't, I don't, not pulse speeding up, but like they can tell if she's upset because of her breathing. Like,
1: yeah, they can tell like the way that she's breathing, she's crying and stuff. like Yeah, that. She can, they
0: can tell what seat she's sitting in at the table. Like their your, their hearing is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're trained from like literally birth to become like a really expert, I hearing, guess that could happen. It Could happen. Yeah. Um, so they. Get a transmission um, from a survivor that they're, like, safe and that they have a community. And, like, you have to go down the river. But, like, if you have kids, you have to be careful. Like, you, you we might, don't you think kids won't can... You make it if you have kids. Right, because there's, like, rapids and stuff like that.
1: And so they... Um, and Tom was the one who got the transmission on, like, the radio. Right. And he explained... He talks a little bit back to them and says, like, there's four of us. We're all adults. Like, he mm. lies. And uh, he's like, they might go down there at some point.
0: Yeah. And so... They're like, okay, maybe we'll do that. We'll see. Um we're going to go and they decide to head out but then they're ambushed by a bunch of like infected people. So people who like want them to go see the yeah. the monsters and Tom manages to draw them away and because Tom is a former um he's a war veteran, And he's gotten really good at like the same hearing stuff that the kids are working on. He's able to take them out, which this is a really impressive thing is that like, he just like, he's walking through blindfolded and they all have sights on and they start talking to each other. And he just like takes three of them out with no problem.
1: Yeah. And he's able to do most of it. um, But there's one guy, there's like one left Mm -hmm. that has a gun. And um, Tom is trying to, he like shoots him and misses or hits his shoulder or something like that. He's like, ow, that hurt. And Tom just like basically realizes he won't be able to stop him from getting Mallory and the kids. If he, so he takes off his blindfold to shoot him. And he sees. He sees the thing, whatever it is. And he shoots the guy. And then himself.
0: And it's really sad because it's like, oh, his last action was like trying to save them.
1: And it's great because like he sees it and like obviously he's trying to, he has to fight against this thing in Mm -hmm. order to kill the guy to protect them. Yeah. And this is like the most, um, that we see in terms of fighting against it that out of anyone. Yeah. Other than like Mallory or Olympia
0: for a second Olympia in order to hand over her kids kind yeah. of, but that isn't like, so it's like parental impulse yeah. can like kind of save you a little bit. Yeah. But so Mallory hears that all the gunshots and she knows that like, that's it. And we catch up to the beginning of the movie. Yep. And she's putting them in the boat.
1: And we actually throughout the movie it does intersperse with like the boat journey.
0: Yeah, she hears that there's a guy on the river who's trying to get them to take off their blindfold. She ends attacking with a machete and killing. Yes. Good for her. <laughs> um which which is was amazing. Her, with her uh, with her blindfold on and yeah. he has no blindfold on and I she know. still kicks his ass. Hell yeah. And like they bang into stuff, they fall out of the boat.
1: Yeah, at some point, um, all three or at some point, like Boy falls out, or something like that. She has to grab him, and he's super yeah. cold. and She yeah. wraps him in a blanket. She's like, I'm and gives sorry. Um, and then she's talking um, on the boat journey. She tells them they have like these little meetings under the blanket, which is mm-hmm. so clever. Why didn't they right. do this in the book? Exactly. That was really um, a good idea. And they'll have little meetings and just be like, okay. Um, at some point we're gonna get to the Rapids and one of you two is gonna have to open your eyes and Boy's like I'll do it and she's like no I'm gonna choose and mm-hmm. it kind of seems to imply to me at least that she's gonna want the girl to do it because the girl isn't hers yeah. and the boy is hers and she isn't like as nice she's almost like kind of favors the boy a little bit sometimes because yeah. um, the girl actually like she looks a lot like Olivia. she too. does and yeah that was good casting it was um um,
0: so they're going along, and ultimately they get to the rapids,
1: and they're having the meeting, and she's going to decide. And it's and the boys like, I'll do it now for a couple seconds. Like the girls like, I'll do it. She knows that the mom's going to want her to do it,
0: and uh, and she's like, No, none of us are going to do it. We're just going to make it through, which is luck. not a good idea. No. <laughs> In the book. It's not rapids, no. which doesn't make any sense. How on earth do you do rapids blindfolded in a fucking canoe? That doesn't work. In the book, it's, the river splits into multiple sections, and on the phone, the guy's like, you have to take the second one, and you're going to have to open your eyes to be able to tell which one's the second one. And so there's this whole moment where she's like, shit, like, what happens if I open my eyes and I see them? Like, but the kids can also tell when something is near. Yeah. So when they get there, the kids are like, nothing is near us. Like When they're leading up to it, there's like, something is here. And then finally they're like no 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 okay everything's fine she opens it and she hasn't seen outside in years mm-hmm. and so it's like dazzlingly beautiful and she's able to like take them down the right thing and get them to safety
1: yeah, and the way that she would know that it was coming up was because they actually, in the book, had a recording of Tom's voice. Cause because he would make calls to, like, he, get le- people
0: to come see.
1: Yeah, he left a voicemail with them whenever he'd get a phone number that actually had a message. Like, mm-hmm. he'd leave one, and so they play the message
0: that he left. So that she would hear his voice. Mm-hmm.
1: And they didn't realize that he was dead in the book?
0: Yeah. Uh. <laughs> and when she gets there, they're like, oh, fuck, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry for bringing up those <laughs> horrible memories. Um, so, in the book... Movie they get to where they're trying to go, um they get through the rapids, they get down they get to where they
1: need to go, and they like pull over the boat or whatever to like the bank, yeah, and they get out and they're trying to walk over and um like to the place, and they said they'll be able to know where it is because you'll hear all the birds. they have a lot yeah. of birds. And so they're following it, but then Mallory trips over something and like rolls down a hill and yeah. smacks her head against a tree and she's like knocked out. And the boy and girl are like trying to find her and call for her.
0: But because there are these like the, the creatures all around and the creatures imitate people's voices. And so in different directions, they're like, boy, come over here. Like, just take the blindfold off so that you can find me. Mm-hmm. Or like, girl, come over here. And she can hear them when she's waking up. She can hear them saying that. She's yeah. like, no, 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 like, no, no, don't do that. Me. That is don't not me. Do that. And so she starts telling them, she makes up like an end to the story that Tom, Tom was telling them which is like he told me what he saw and he climbed up on the top of the thing and he saw you and me and all of us together as a family he saw hundreds of
1: children playing yeah and it's like this beautiful emotional moment and she ends up finding both of them yeah and, and she
0: like tells them she loves them and, and you can tell she hasn't done that a lot at
1: some point <laughs> earlier in the movie boy had told Mallory that like girl was scared of her and like mm-hmm. thought that she didn't love her or something like that I think that again implies like the my child versus not my child yeah thing, even though they're both hers um at this point in time, at least. And so when she says, like, girl, I, like, I love you. And, like, it's, like, a very nice moment. It is. It's really And sweet. they keep following the birds. And they get to the location. And they knock on the door. And at first it seems like no one's there. And, and she's, there's, like, one of the
0: creatures is nearby. Because you can see the stupid wind effect that they do whenever a creature is nearby. Yeah. And they're like, shit, there's something out here. We have to come in right now. And so they get let in. Really quickly. Really quickly. And then... They go inside and, like, they're introduced to the guy who's on the phone and them around, Rick. And Rick is blind. Yeah, and
1: it turns out this place they've been brought to is a school for the blind. So a lot of the people who have been there the entire time, the reason why it's such a functioning community is these people have never been able to see it. Like, they can go outside. Exactly. And um, they've built, like, an entire community there. And there's, like, an
0: indoor courtyard so they can, like, see things. Yeah,
1: but with, like... The top is covered by like ivy and stuff like yeah. that, so it blocks out the ability of like creatures to come in. You can hear the birds, and they say um, they have all these birds outside, and they start going crazy whenever the creatures get nearby. So we know if we need to like go inside. Yeah,
0: and but it's, it's so nice, and she like introduces the kids. And at first, the kids, like, he's like, "So what is your name?" And boy's like, "I'm boy." And she's like, "Oh my god, um, no, actually." And it's
1: funny because like the person she's talking to is the oh, doctor. Oh, it's her pediatrician,
0: or his, or her, her uh, OBGYN. Yeah. And she gives her this look like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Because
1: she knew that she didn't want the kids. Yeah. And she's like, okay, well, boy, like, actually, to the girl, she's like, your name is Olympia. And the girl looks, like, so pleased with her name. Mm -hmm. And she's like, to the boy,
0: she's like, your name is
1: Tom. He's like, Tom.
0: (laughs) Tim pointed out when we were watching this. First off, it's weird that Tom has just died and now the kid's name is Tom. I know. It's super weird. Because in the book, there's, like, five years of difference and he's never met Tom. She just talks about him, I guess, sometimes. <laughs> I was watching it with Tim, and he was like, "So, like, every man in this kid's life is been so far Tom. has named Tom." I thought about that too. When Does I he was just think that this? Tom is the name for all men? It's
1: it's weird or that like when the person dies, like that's <laughs> when you get their name. <laughs> you become a Tom. It's, He's just killing people to get their names. It was super weird, um, and also the boy has like a weird reaction to it. Like the girl, like so proud to have her name, and in the books, like it talks about how both of them like shown like as soon as they got their names, and they're so proud of it. Mm-hmm. And it's just a weird woman. It is
0: way weirder because he knew Tom. He Tom died, was his like, dad two days ago.
1: <laughs> I guess there are people who have like the same name as their dad. I guess, but like, also, do they even know that names are something that people are supposed to have because they've grown up? They don't
0: know there's other children. Yeah, that's one thing. When Tom's telling the story, they're like, "There are other kids," and she's like, "Oh."
1: Yep. Yeah. Um. (laughs) Um, But they get there are other kids in the school, so they get to go play. Yeah, they're
0: still going to be irreparably damaged from their fucked up childhood, though. I
1: mean, to be fair, I don't think that any child who grows up in this type of world is going to have a normal childhood. True. I know that Mallory did some kind of, like, shitty things, but also, like, if she hadn't done those shitty things... Or, no, not shitty, like
0: aggressive and not motherly, necessarily. But But they would have died. They would have died otherwise. Yeah, and I think hopefully they'll just turn into, like, little badasses and adjust well enough. Exactly. All right. That's a hope. So that is Bird Box. Um, And we've talked a lot about, like, what kind of adaptation is this and some of the issues that have happened. Yeah. I really do. That is my main issue is just, like, there's a lot of stuff in the book that doesn't make sense for a movie. Like, we kind of alluded to um, when she first goes to find the house... Um, She drives there because she finds it in a newspaper ad, which doesn't make sense for a movie set in 2018, Mm -hmm. because people don't do that anymore. Like, And also it requires so much more of a lead up for, like, people to know that this shit is happening around them, which, again, happens in the book. They're trapped in their home, and the windows are covered, and the way that her sister dies is because one of the coverings comes loose, and she sees it, and she goes upstairs and finds her sister having, like, stabbed herself in the chest with, like, bathroom scissors, basically
1: which so was so sad when it happened God. because like she hears a noise upstairs and she's like oh hey like Jessica and she doesn't get a response and she goes and finds that her sister's dying yeah
0: I really found that because they like get that sort of camaraderie you can tell that they're super close and like they live together and like they're much younger in the books they're both in their 20s and like Yeah, for me, it was just, like, her death was much more affecting in the book, and then it kind of leads to her being like, shit, okay, I have to go find something on my own. But like,
1: before things start really happening in the book, like I said earlier, like, it was kind of boring. It was, yeah. And so, like, you don't want a whole, like... And that would have been, like, a quarter of the movie if they'd actually translated it properly. And you don't want a quarter of a movie that's just boring. I do
0: feel like there is a way for them to have done that, like...
1: I do think it could have been done better. Yeah. I don't know how, because I'm not a filmmaker, but I will say that I don't think it was done very well, the very, like, the lead up, because there was no burn.
0: Yeah, no, it was just sort of all happening right away. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it makes sense that they kind of had to adjust some of that stuff, and I, I don't know how well they did it. And there's, like, a whole section in the book where, like, they go on this, like, they're looking for dogs because they want to see if dogs can be affected the same way, which it doesn't really do that much in terms of story. It kind of lets her know that like she really loves Tom because Tom keeps leaving to go on these adventures and she's like no. Don't do I thought that. it was more
1: like a paternal thing her love for Tom. I don't think she was like romantically in love with Tom in the book.
0: Um, yeah, they never, he, like, hook up in the book.
1: He would just lost his wife, like, that was, and his daughter. And his daughter. And so he talked about, like, losing his wife and his daughter, and she'd lost her sister, and I felt like it was a camaraderie or, like, like a paternal relationship where she almost, like, felt like he was, like, a father figure to her. Yeah. Because um, he was a lot older than her in the book. True.
0: That's true. I think they kind of blur the line a little bit where it could have gone romantically, but also he dies, and they don't ever, like, nothing yeah. is ever consummated, nothing is ever, like... Really established, and
1: then there's also the scene in the book where she actually takes out one of the dogs in order to go to like a bar because the bar has
0: something
1: microphones. They microphones. need microphones
0: in order to make the birds make them so that they can hear the birds better, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So think? it's like
1: setting up like an alert system of some. Yeah, kind. they um, want to like rig the bird box and, up. This with is mix. after like everyone's dead except for like her, and she needs it. She wants to set it up for like the home with right, the kids and everything. Right. And so she goes out to get these microphones. And she brings a dog. That was Felix's dog before everyone died. And the dog sees a thing and, and starts going himself. crazy. And, like, the dog kills himself. Like, yeah. as he, like, chews... Like, she had, like, tied him to something. He chewed through his paw in order to, like, get untied. Yeah. And uh, it was, like, really fucked they up. They don't
0: really establish how he kills himself necessarily. It's just... it's Because she can't see anything. That's true. So, so she doesn't
1: he, really know. Yeah, she hears this dog, like, attacking himself. And it's so gross. Yeah. And uh, that... Good move not putting that in the movie. That would have been really fucked up. I don't know if I could have taken that in the movie. And we already had like really bad CGI birds. Yeah. So like a bad CGI dog killing itself, because we're not gonna get like a real dog to act to kill itself.
0: I I do think that the benefit of having those scenes in the book where people go out into the world is to show what the rest of the world is like.
1: And also it shows like this is why they have to stay home. Like it is so dangerous to go out. Yeah,
0: because you can't open your eyes. And so like they at one point they're like, We're gonna go within a mile radius of this house and it takes them like two days.
1: They go, yeah. They literally go a couple
0: houses over, and yeah. it takes days. And it takes days. And at some point, um, and like that's when he finds the dead body with the eyes yep. cored out, and he like he finds the eyes, and he's like, I know there's a dead body at this table now, like yeah. it's definitely here somewhere. And so that's like, I guess they kind of replace that with the supermarket trip and Charlie's coworker Which killing himself. I was
1: actually really surprised um, when they got to the supermarket because in the book, like, if they went into a building, they would still keep their blind. Yeah, like, on. one of those
0: things could still be in there. But
1: I guess one of the reasons why they did that, I realize now, is because they had locked up the grocery store, mm. and so, um, Charlie had the keys to the grocery store, and he was the one who locked it up when he left. Aren't there still big windows, though? Um, you know what? I don't remember exactly how the windows were I don't handled. remember either. They might have, like, put stuff up over them. There might True. have been stuff up. I don't remember. Um... But like yeah, they get in. They like all open their eyes. And they're going around the grocery store with their eyes open, which they never no, they would. No, have No, they would not have been. That would have been way much. too dangerous. Yeah. And then one of them ended up dying. So uh True. Their fault.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but I, I guess one of the things that kind of I missed out on in this movie is that you don't get a real sense of the rest of the world. Yeah. Like they really briefly touch on what is happening in other places, whereas in the book, like they do spend a lot of time being like, okay, well, it started in Russia, and then it's in Alaska now, and then it's coming here, and like it's starting to happen in this place, in this place, in this place, and so you kind of get that sense that like, oh, it is getting a lot closer. And oh shit! It's like here near us instead of it just being like, "What's this thing? It's in Russia." Just kidding. It's at this hospital that I'm at. Like it just it, happens very quickly. Yeah, in a movie. and
1: I think that I mean, even if we showed like news reports, there was like a montage of like news reports about like yeah. this is getting closer and closer and closer, and then you pop to like this is happening, then you pop to like where we are and be like, "Oh, there's this thing going on. It's reached the U.S. and have mm-hmm. like even like that they could have
0: skipped the whole them moving into the apartment and just gone from like look at all this crazy shit. Here are these two people in their apartment together. Yeah, you know." Definitely. Yeah. So that's something that I, I you know, I kind of understand why they had to do some of this stuff. Um, in the book, there's no real reason for them to leave the camp on the specific day that they leave. She just decides. So I guess keeping Tom around.
1: It gives her a reason to leave on the day that she does because she leaves when he dies because she can't just do it on her own. Right. And so, like, all that does, I think a lot of the changes they made do make sense in order to drive the plot and give reasons for things happening. The
0: biggest problem I had was Douglas and Gary's relationship. Because in the oh, book... Oh, the book is so good. That is amazing. Because Gary is there a lot longer in the book. And what happens with Gary in the book is that Gary comes in, and Don is the character in the book, the Douglas equivalent. Don is kind of similar to Douglas in that he just hates everybody. And he's mad at everybody all the time. And it's not really clear. At first, he's just like, don't fucking let anybody in. Don't let it," you know. But gary connects with him and is sort of also kind of weird and so they sort of get along and gary ends up like showing him these journals and stuff from like one of the guys and that he Gary's lived with
1: theory is that it's not that people who are like mentally ill can see it his theory is pretty much that like if you are like it's almost like a natural selection thing where people mm-hmm. who are who have a brain capacity to be able to see it like will be able to process it. Yeah. And so some people can survive it because they're meant to survive it. And those who are, like, of lower, like, intelligence or whatever, they're the ones who can't process it, and that's right. why they
0: die. And so he basically, like, sweet talks over a series of days, sweet talks Gary, or Dawn, into being, like, on his side. And, and she becomes very uncomfortable with it. She yeah. is, like, some weird shit is happening here. And so
1: she gets, and Gary had come and said into the house and said like someone else that in the house that he was living with had these theories and Mm -hmm. killed everyone else in the house but he had gotten away. So a little different than happens in the movie but like similar and she like gets really suspicious so she gets into his um, briefcase. briefcase and looks at his journal and these are all his notes. Yeah,
0: she's like why would he have this with him if it was somebody else? Like it's definitely him and so she tells, she basically like rats on him to everybody else and they decide to kick him out mm-hmm. but what happens is that Don lets him back in.
1: Yeah, but see like no one knows that he's back in so he lets him back and he's hiding him in the basement. Yeah. And Don is spending a lot of time in the basement they think like oh he's depressed that like his only friend in the house is gone. He's yeah. pissed off at everyone for But like, he's just getting more someone. and
0: more fucked up and radicalized down there. Mm-hmm.
1: And so then the two of them together are the ones who like take down the house. Yeah, and, and Don so- can't survive. See- like Gary did survive seeing it, and we yeah. don't. He doesn't seem like someone who was like mentally ill. He seems like someone who is just like a normal dude. Yeah. And so the fact that he survived seeing it means that like Don pretty much is like well I can maybe I can survive. Right. He doesn't.
0: No. He dies. And there's this very creepy reveal when she realizes that Gary is still in the house because he's supposed to have been gone for like weeks at this point but he's just been there the whole time. I thought that was a really strong storyline and I was, it was so, so well mad done. that they cut it down to like two days. He doesn't interact with anybody. Douglas never falls for any of his shit and he's never kicked out. He never sneaks back in. He's just there yeah, and then just... he kills everybody that
1: was such a good plot
0: that was my favorite book. plot point in the book Same. and i was so mad that they cut it out for the movie and i, I just felt like there was so much tension in the book between the characters I think what's hard in adopting i think
1: what's hard in adapting a movie from a book is that books can be as long as they want to. You can true. have a 2000 page book if you true. want to. You can't have a four hour movie and expect people to sit and watch it.
0: That's true. I just, I felt like they could have cut other things like the whole Felix and they could have just cut Felix no, and yep. what's her face out of it. And it they wouldn't didn't have mattered need to be in the movie. They honestly. could have dedicated their whole weird fucking plot line to like, just Gary and That's true. Douglas getting to know each other and that whole weird thing. I feel like that would have made it a lot stronger. Yeah. No, I agree with that. And none of the characters are super well developed. So it's like none of those characters really matter. You know, like, I like Lil Rel as an actor, and I thought Charlie was a charming character, but, like, he's a new addition, and he's, like, I think... He, I guess his heroic sacrifice matters, but, like, the whole Greg thing didn't need to be there, because Greg dies before she even gets to the house in the book. Yeah, but... But, again, that's part of the timeline leading up to it being longer. Those people have been there longer by the time yeah. she gets there,
1: so... And I think a big part of it also, I mean, in terms of, like, the Lil Ray plot plotline, um... Is they want to introduce the idea that there are these people who are trying to show them? Like, yeah. The first time we in the book, the first time we ever hear about someone who has this type of idea is when Gary gets into the house, or
0: actually on the river, because well, there's yeah. the guy who's trying to get her to show. So there's kind of an illusion that there does happen in the
1: river in the book, but that takes place time wise after. But I guess it's yeah. set up for like a Gary.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it, again, it's y- y- when you have to adapt a book and you have to cha- make changes.
1: Also, the guy in the river in the book like never isn't like trying to get her to open her eye. I guess he is at some point. Yeah, she
0: tells him he tells her to take off the blindfold. Yeah, and that like too safe and stuff like that. But he doesn't say like beautiful. You have to see it. They never actually get into a physical fight. Yeah, and she does get attacked by wolves in the book. I know that was super random. Which is weird, and I'm glad they didn't include that in the movie. Yeah, Um, and I mean that's the thing is like is this a good adaptation? Um, I don't know how they could have done better. I don't think they should have adapted this. That's the main problem is that like, it's fine, but it shouldn't, I don't know. It shouldn't exist feels harsh to say, but it just, it doesn't seem like the right material to adapt. I think there are other books that are better that could have been
1: just as good, you know?
0: Yeah. And I even think one of the things that people have pointed to a lot is that like, in 2008, A Quiet Place also came out. 2018? Yes. It what is decade eight. is it? <laughs> in 2018, A Quiet Place came out. And, like, a lot of people kind of thought The Bird Box was a ripoff of A Quiet Place, which is obviously not the case because the book came out in 2014. But the concept is very similar. If you haven't seen A Quiet Place, please see it. It's so good. It's I so seen good. It. Oh my God. I loved it so much. I, I saw it in the theaters. To. I've never been more tense for an entire movie. I really want to see it. It's incredible. It's so good. Watch it. Pay close attention. Devote your time to it. But it's the same thing where, like, you can't speak. So there is that similar element, but something where you cannot talk translates to movies so much better than something where you can't see. Yeah.
1: Also, the weird thing I did not enjoy was in this movie. They kept having shots where it's like, you're seeing through a blindfold. But, like, their eyes were closed in the blindfold because if you saw it through the blindfold, you, you still, still die. die. Yeah.
0: So but... that was super weird. They kept doing, like, shots with the blindfold. Like, that was this strange. Like, is what it's like to you wouldn't to do, be do that. Blind. Yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, a lot of the similar elements are present in A Quiet Place. Like, there's a child that, like, the birth of a child is a whole thing, which becomes more tense when you can't make noise and you have to give birth to a child. And, yeah, that, like, how do you parent your child in this new world? Like, how do you, like, how does your relationship function? Like, how does that change? I'm also
1: going to, even though I haven't seen it, I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that John Krasinski and, uh, Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. Sorry, I was was remembered Emily, I just couldn't
0: remember her last name. Probably are better parents in that movie than Mallory and Tom are. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of similar in that, like, he's trying very hard to, like, keep them in line. And he's very strict and disciplinarian with them. And so there is sort of that same element of, like, how far do you have to go? Like, what is the difference between, like, letting your kids still be kids versus what if you're, like, how do you keep them safe? Yeah. And the issue is that, like, although Bird Box did it first...
1: Quite placed it up better. Oh,
0: so much better. I
1: liked the. I liked the book. Yeah, I thought the book was fine. I enjoyed it. I think I liked it more than you did. Yeah, but it still is an amazing book. But it's no. enjoyable. Yeah, it's like a good read if you want to read about some like really fucked up shit and have to notice that.
0: Or at least have to keep in mind. I think in general you like books based on their plots, Yes. And I get real bitchy if I don't think the writing is good. That's true. I think which is very you give more leeway there. I and... give a lot
1: more leeway in terms of actual writing. And yeah. Like, I don't necessarily enjoy books that are like if the plot is boring but the writing's good. I won't read it.
0: Yeah. See, I will. Yeah. I do. <laughs> we, just, we just enjoy different types of books. Exactly. That's so why it's, I read it's so more much... your
1: kind of book. That's than why I read so much YA fiction. It's yeah. like a good plot. Like I will l- l- overlook bad writing. Exactly. And so I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Though parts of it kinda sucked or made no sense, like the weird umbilical cord death.
0: That was weird. But again, uh, may or may not have happened. So
1: let's just I think it's supposed to have happened. Let's yeah. just pretend it
0: didn't, and okay. that fairy was like messing with her and trying I to get her to open eyes. With it. With I think context. it's better with that context. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, that's a major thing is that like if you're gonna put those two up against each other it's great to be the first person who did it and to be able to say no we didn't rip it off but it's like okay well then why didn't you do it better if you had all this time and it, it was written five years ago and it's been in development for however long why didn't you make a better movie
1: next one to come out ever you can't smell anything to enters through <laughs> your nose so everyone has to walk around with those like clothes pins on their nose the entire time
0: <laughs> i would watch that what also, would
1: i wonder if uh it's almost similar in some ways to Hush as well.
0: Yeah, I've seen a, a comparison of that as well. I have not seen Hush. I have not seen Hush either. But it is kind of that similar thing where, like, you're at a loss because they can see you and you can't see them. Or they can hear you and you can't hear them. That kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So just the idea of missing some sort of sense, I think, is a really common theme in horror.
0: It's just hard to do that when sight is the sense. Like, yeah. that, it works really well as a book, like you said, because you can describe how things feel. And, like, there's that uncertainty, like... The scene we talked about when Felix goes out to get the water, like, he thinks that there is something in the water bucket because it feels heavier than it should, but he can't be sure. Yeah. And there's that uncertainty that you don't get in the movie. Totally. Um, But I do think this is, in terms of being a post-apocalyptic movie, a pretty good post-apocalyptic movie. I mean, it follows in, in fairly close alignment with a lot of the tropes that are common in um, post-apocalyptic movies again I, I do think other things did it better and i would love to have seen more of the world around them i think that would have been very interesting but again you can't show it because none of them can see it also
1: a lot more expensive <laughs> of a movie to make that's
0: true that's and, very true I mean, and it was already an expensive movie
1: yeah especially for a horror movie yeah. which is i guess a lot of it was cast because they had that's a smaller cast and a good
0: i mean a great director like just so, so, so many, many things about all this movie of this was movie good. this movie should be so good but it's just the concept doesn't work yeah as a movie Like, the scenes where she's talking to... Like, the scenes between Sandra Bullock and Trevante Rhodes or between Sandra Bullock and John Malkovich are awesome! John Malkovich is so good in this movie. He's, like, a little unhinged, but you kind of get it because he's, like, pissed off that his wife is dead and he straight up tells her, I think you should be dead instead of my wife, which is, like...
1: And, like, he talks about there's a scene where they kind of bond a little bit where she's saying, like, you're a fucking asshole. And he's like, I know, like, my first wife told me, like, that. And then my second
0: wife told me that.
1: And so one of them's like, said, like, she isn't afraid of going to hell because she's already loved yeah. it by being <laughs> with me. And the other wife also had, like, a really, like, amazing comment yeah. about how much she hated him. And then
0: he's like, and Lydia was, like, the only wife that I liked, me. you and, know, and that liked me. And so you kind of get, like, oh, I finally got this person. And, and now she's taken she's gone. away from me. And yeah. so,
1: um,. Is the idea of he knows he's an asshole. This is kind of who he is. But he mm-hmm. found someone who loved him the way he was. And he yeah. loved her. And then she was ripped away from him by... In yeah. his mind, Mallory, even though right. she came out without Mallory even doing anything. She was yeah. just, like, laying on the street, like, hurt and pregnant.
0: Yeah. So you get more of him, and it's just, like, all of these actors are good. They're all really good. Why is this movie I so mean, Machine medium? Machine kind of, like, uh, I mean, he's fine, but he's in, like, four scenes. He doesn't do that much. He speaks, like,
1: two sentences the entire movie. Yeah. And he's, like, hitting on a girl. Yeah. And, like, I mean, he kind of comes across as, like, a weird guy hitting on a girl is out of his league. I think that him that's, him that's with, sort
0: so. of Machine Gun Kelly's life. Yeah. You know? Um... <laughs> But I, you know, I think that that concept of being stuck in a house with people that you don't like during a catastrophe that is keeping you inside is very like it goes back to *Night of the Living Dead*, where mm. there's so much internal strife and like those disagreements and like how do you handle this? Well, like I want to be upstairs, I want to be downstairs. Like no, that's stupid. They're gonna come in and get us if you're like but you have to be safe. And everyone's trying for the same thing, but I think that's a really
1: good point. I didn't make that connection, but yeah, the idea of how, like. It's more the internal strife that causes bad things to happen, not like the, the external elements aren't what's scary a lot of the time. It's
0: what is the catalyst for the internal strife. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really interesting, because yeah. it is kind of similar. And you even have the thing where, like, Ben and Tom are almost not similar, because I think Tom is a lot more likable, I guess, than Ben. And you get to see his personality more. And Ben is very like, let's get this shit done in uh, Night of the Living Dead. Which, I mean, in book, Tom is
1: very much that role, too.
0: That's true. But you also have that thing where, like, you think they're supposed to be safe at the end. And you think they're going to be okay. And then Ben gets shot by the people who are coming to check for survivors, which Mm -hmm. is, like, fuck. And then Tom has to shoot himself to get them out safely. And it's a different kind of thing. It's, like, it's not a heroic sacrifice on Ben's part. It's just, like, a really shitty, depressing ending. Yeah. Um, But there is that kind of same vibe where, like, it just sucks. And it's just the people that you're stuck with can destroy you you know if you don't have a good crew it's the ultimate importance of getting your zombie apocalypse crew together No, that's a really
1: good point i like that
0: yeah
1: um something i also want to talk about is the whole like the idea of like the mentally ill being able to see this thing that was weird to me it was really weird especially considering like what levels like if someone has depression are can they see it if someone has anxiety can they see it like how sick do you you have have to to be psychotic
0: in order to see it like do you have to be like schizophrenic or like have a, a like a it's it's a, not a disease clear. That, like, it affects just kind your of perception.
1: Everyone who has some sort of like mental illness
0: into like one. Yeah, bunch, and it's
1: like that person's mentally ill, and like it also definitely
0: makes mentally ill people the ultimate bad guy in the horrible. movie, which is fucked up. It's 2018. Well, it's not now, but it was. Like that was unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. Also, like I don't believe that all those people in that house. None of them have any kind of mental illness. Yeah, like all those people, like those kids, are gonna grow up. To have some kind of issue, are they going to be a danger? It, it's, it's Do you have to just exclude time. mentally ill people out of your communities? I mean, what if uh, Tom had had, like, PTSD
1: or something like that? Right. He was a war vet. He was. But he couldn't survive seeing them. Like, it's just, there's no clarification. I liked it in the book, that part in the book better. Because yeah. it wasn't about the idea that, like, oh, mentally ill people can see this, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it was about the idea, like, some people might have the capacity to process, and maybe this is, like, the survival of the fittest, and, like, I am mentally above you. And I like that. Because, like, it's not really explained why this one person can. He has his own theory. Yeah. While in the movie, it just seemed like a trash excuse. That, yeah. then, like, vilifies anyone who has That was really weird to me. Yeah. I don't... I didn't really like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, overall, I mean, I think this was a fine movie. I know a lot of people liked it a lot. I mean millions and millions of people have watched this. That's true. Um I have friends who've said that they really liked it. I have friends who've said it's a solid C plus, which I think is a pretty accurate.
0: It's yeah, I like, put it in a C C plus kind of zone. I was maybe B be minus. It wasn't the best. horrible. Like I've seen much much worse we movies. We've reviewed much much oh, worse movies yeah. on this podcast. Yeah, but the problem is it wasn't like fun bad. You're right. When it got the bad parts, we're just like what the fuck? They weren't like oh my god, this is a crazy roller I would coaster. I'd rather
1: watch this again than watch Drag Me to Hell again.
0: Yeah, I would rather watch yeah, I guess. Yeah. But I don't I know if I would watch rather watch Stay this. Alive over this. Oh, yeah, but you love Stay Alive. You'd rather watch Stay Alive over most things. That's true. I'm trying to decide if I would rather watch this or Amityville Horror again. Mm. I guess Amityville Horror. I think I'd pick this. Really? Mm hmm. I might. I don't know. I was just bored during Amityville That's Horror. That's true. I wasn't it's a bored boring during this movie. movie. Yeah, this one at least has some fun moments. Not fun, but like exciting. I
1: mean, if, you're looking, if you haven't watched it, um, you
0: know, give it a Why shot. Are you it's listening? free. Just like yeah. go on Netflix. <laughs> you can watch it there
1: super easily. It's free if you have Netflix. If you don't have Netflix,
0: how? Get Netflix. What is it? What is this? It's two, uh, look. It's 2019. Did you say it's 2012? I don't know what I said. I don't. I. It just. It wasn't coming out. Yeah. Um. But
1: watch it. It's fun. It's it enjoyable. did have some.
0: Weird results, which is, first off, they used real disaster footage during the um, montage of shit happening in, like, Russia. Oh, that's weird. So the people whose, like, family members were killed in that were like, hey, what the fuck? Like, I was just watching this on Netflix. I didn't really expect to see, like, a video of Of that. Of my family dying. And Netflix was like, oh, sorry, but they didn't change it at all in the movie. Like, they didn't reissue it or anything like that? Or cut it? Or Yeah. That's shitty. So they've gotten some blowback for that, understandably. Um, And also, apparently... (laughs) Netflix had to issue a statement telling people to stop doing the bird box challenge, which is where they try to do shit while blindfolded.
1: It's like Tide Pods. I don't think that's I don't Netflix's think it really fault. has happened that
0: much. I think most of them are like joke posts where people are like, oh, I'm driving around doing the bird box challenge. That's like not a real thing. Yeah. But like, don't do that. In case you were considering it, the well, whole point of this movie is that it's really hard to do shit blindfolded.
1: <laughs> I'd say you can do something. If you want to do, like, your laundry while blindfolded, Do that. it.
0: You're going to... Don't drive. I mean, don't drive. I would say maybe be careful of doing your laundry because you might put something in the wrong thing and then all of your white shirts will be pink.
1: I've done that before. The good news is I like pink. Yeah. Except the ones I also did wash a lipstick and that was horrible. Yeah, that is pretty rough. Um, There's really no
0: coming back from that. No. No.
1: But I mean, I will say that Netflix did an amazing job marketing this movie. They really did, because they all these memes that they made were. Did Netflix make the memes, or were they just th- like their like PR, PR out. agency made that memes? Incredible. Um, before it launched, from what I understand, dope. And so like they had this ready to like make just jokes about it, and it made it fucking viral.
0: Like like all, all the-, the ones of like uh, Gary holding open Olympia's eyes or uh, Cheryl's eyes, where it's like on Cheryl they're like me at 3am trying to go to sleep and then he's like Netflix and it's like they're forcing you like those are funny that's or good my, my
1: favorite one is a picture of uh, Sandric Bullock's face um, with the blindfold on photoshopped onto Leeson's body Leeson is a blind champion from League of Legends that wears a blindfold nice and it had like a screenshot of her tweeting like people stop sending me this <laughs> <laughs> like little things like that I just think like they did a really killer they job they did they marketed it really well yeah, so good um, job team
0: yeah so yeah, I mean it's an interesting movie. I would say give it a, give it a look. Yeah, you know you don't have to watch the whole thing. <laughs> give it a look. Uh, uh, don't watch this movie blindfolded, or, or do. I was gonna say, or do the bird box challenge with this movie. You won't have any idea what's going on. No, you, you really that. won't. <laughs> but you'll get the real bird box experience. Um. All right. Well, what are we doing
1: next week, Madeline? Um, we're gonna get a little toothy next week. <laughs>
0: and uh, can't see can't hear can't swim in the ocean anymore.
1: Go, we'll go straight to the point. We have uh, we're doing
0: Jaws. I'm going to cut you off here before <laughs> you keep going. Yes. We're going to watch Jaws. Um I don't know if Jaws is technically a horror film. I think it counts in the general genre. It's scary if you're a kid. That's true. And it it is it, a scary, scary movie. Scarier There's some than scary than of the things that we've reviewed. That's very true. I would say it's scary than Bird Box. Yeah. So we're going to watch that um, and we're going to talk about it in 2 weeks. We're really looking forward to talking about that with you guys. Uh, As always, we would love to hear from you. Feel free to um, hit us up on Instagram or on Twitter. What are our Instagram and Twitter handles. I sat Fourteenth thpodcast Yeah. Just, I mean, we're around. Yeah. I can never remember. They're slightly different for Instagram and Twitter. Things are just
1: taken in weird places. You know, what? we'll
0: put that information in the SoundCloud info, and it'll just show up for you. Um, also, please, we would love to hear what you think of us, so please rate and review. Um, that's how we get around to other people, and we we would really like um, to be able to widen out and uh, tell our opinions about movies to more people. And thank you all for listening. Yes, we love you, um, and we hope that you have a safe time, and um, don't drive well-blindfolded. The good news is that you can easily do the Bird Box challenge with this podcast. Yeah, that's what you should do. Put on a blindfold and just listen to us talk to you. It will not change anything about your experience.
1: (laughs) Anyway, have a uh,
0: wonderful couple weeks and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Have fun.